previously on Unbalanced Encounters. They walk you into a small little mausoleum that is just filled with like crates and barrels. At the very back, you see the faint glow of mushroom folk. I think you'll find as a frequent visitor to the land of the living, these things are not worth what you are charging. All right, uh, get us an elderberry, and how much would it cost? The trophy that you have was from not your first kill, but from your first meal. And you've carried around this tortoise shell. You know what I think it is? Where you get something so valuable? Mel, your friend Brandveer, you said the world wasn't done with him, but do you know if there's a chance that he might be done with the world? I I went and I checked the ledges uh, and there's no man with no boots. I think in his limited time in this space he's picked up on a few items that have been guarded a little bit more, that seem a little bit more precious. So I think he, he hones in pretty soon on the tortoise shell to distract Ganbal. Guard's room is ready. And I'm going to lean in really close. So it is. The clock in the steeple of this building chimes and people begin to pour out into the streets. And off in the distance, the geckos begin their slow journey to the bathhouse. Welcome to yet another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the show that dares to ask, why did we pick such a difficult intro format? Dimension 20 just screams, say hi, Galactic Guardians or some shit. I'm your host, Patrick Parini. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I try to write these like two minutes before the show starts. Panic, panic, panic is the it's best essay writer scribbling. in my experience. You're... Not wrong. It's like I have 15 of them for later episodes now, but I could not come up with one for this one that wasn't just me ragging on my own bad creative decision making. <laughs> so we are going to jump straight in because, quite frankly, there's a lot fucking happening. Uh, and I want to take a minute to recount the manifold fucking threads that are going into this experience this uh this this heist if you will full oceans 11 well it's you know it's funny you should say that we have three major threads that we're following on the one hand we have isaac and harissa who have managed to find a myconid purveyor and acquirer of contraband goods Harissa, in what is a coincidentally very clever turn, took advantage of the Mykonid's assumption that any old tortoise shell was a holy relic and has recruited 
said Mykonid, to attempt to steal an Elderwood berry. It is my understanding that Harissa and Isaac plan to use this to get close to Demoiselle. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so will we. <laughs> what? I but thought I mean... you knew what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what uh, I'm doing. Oh, God. <laughs> but in the meantime, it intersects actually beautifully with Guard and Mel's plan to distract Ganbolt. Mel has hidden the genuine tortoise shell relic from the temple within the bathhouse, an item that belongs to the Elder Gods. What Mel is acting on here is the assumption that Ganbald will be uh, suitably perturbed by another potential theft from this temple. The Mykonids have done this before. A suit of armor went missing some time ago, and Mel is seeking to replicate some of that panic. Guard's job is to now find Ganbald and alert him to the fact that something has gone missing from the temple. All the while, June is taking a page from Reevesy's book. Climbing up the steam pipes into the conservatory <laughs> at the top floor, the only entrance to the penthouse floor that is not abjured by magic that would simply cause you all to cease existing. The idea is that if Ganbald is distracted, June can get in into the study and read the ledgers a thing that Reevesy proclaims to have been able to do. There are a lot of things that need to go right for you to figure out the things that you want to figure out and get access to the things you want to get access to. Mel needs to find Branveer. And the rest of you want to find the Minehead boys, who are ostensibly being held by Demoiselle. All five of you need to find Demoiselle and... Placate her to whatever extent you are able if you hope to get out of death alive. I would like you all to roll me initiative. Huh? Uh. We're going to be playing this heist in initiative <laughs> order. Uh. Oh, great. Lucky seven. Hey, I'm with my partner. Six. I also got a six. <laughs> hey. Twelve. Uh, Fourteen. We're all going to die. <laughs> so, at the top of the initiative order for the things that are active at the moment, it is, funnily enough, June with a 14. June, you have just separated off from Mel after having had a conversation with Reevesy about how to get to the top floor. You, as far as I'm aware, have not worked out like a signaling system or anything with the rest of them to determine whether or not Ganbald is sufficiently distracted. Oh. So you are kind of alone at the base of these steam pipes in the same sort of hot tub area uh, where Isaac and Spinks were hanging out with Cletus the walrus. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's relatively active. People are bustling about. A lot of people are getting, you know, kind of distracted out toward the front. They're, you know, sort of attending the next uh, uh, gecko delivery parade. Uh, but there are still some people who are kind of lounging in the hot tubs. It's, uh, it's a quiet moment. Um, and you are sort of standing there by these steam pipes that run into the ceiling. Go ahead and roll me a d10. Sure. Fuck. Uh, nine. Okay, you are 19 floors down from the penthouse. 
My palms are sweating. Well, it's their steam pipes, so yeah, they would be. <laughs> My actual palms are sweating. Knees weak? Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> what what do you do? What is uh what is what is June doing? So wait, I'm 19 floors from where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and is Mel still on the ground? Mel is Mel has has departed. Mel is in the temple. Uh, so Mel is in a different part of the building. Same same floor, we'll say, but different part of the building. So there's nobody from my team around. Is just me on a pipe. Correct. Cool. You're strong. I don't think. I mean, I don't know if you're. Health. I don't know if you're climbing yet, but that's that's sort of up to you. But yeah, you are. You you have. Uh, you've been turned loose. Uh, she's gonna. She's gonna shrug and climb. <laughs> All right. Are you trying to be surreptitious about this? Are you trying to be not seen by any of the people who are kind of hanging out here? Uh, as well as I cannot be seen with a big red tail. Valid. Uh, it'll take you uh, five rounds. It'll take you five oh. rounds to, to fully Easy. get up there without burning any bond. We'll sort of keep track of that. There may be some other things that happen, but uh, the, I think the most important thing here is to figure out whether or not you are seen. So why don't you go ahead and give me a stealth check? Oh, fuck. Seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, June. I think what happens here is that you are like trying to make this look like this is kind of a normal thing to do. You're trying to make it look like you're kind of where you're supposed to, uh, where you're supposed to be. And, uh, and I think that, uh, What's a what's a fun thing to have happen here? No fun, please. Yeah, here it no is. No fun. Here it is. Here it is. You're trying to make this look like you know. I, I think you, June. I think you actually do a pretty good job of making this look like this is where you're supposed to be, right? I think that you move with confidence, you move with purpose, uh, and you move very quickly, sort of up the the pipe, you know, kind of in a moment where no one is really paying too much attention. I think. And you don't see this on a seven, importantly. I think that the rest of us see your tail about to vanish up the sort of crevice in the, in the roof. And the smoke uh-huh. spirit steps into the room and catches a glimpse of your tail. I'm hoping there's more red squirrels. Squirrels in the underworld. Uh, you can go ahead and roll me a perception check if you want to see if you've seen any. Uh, why not? It's a two for five. Yeah. Uh, awesome rolls. No, but you can't be the only one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We move on to Mel Manon. Mel, uh, you have just hidden this tortoiseshell. I want you to roll me. What the fuck is a hide a thing check? Slide of hand. It, it's got to be, right? It's got to be a slide of hand check. But I think I want, I want, I think I want an int based slide of hand check from you. Well, it's a nat 20. Yeah. Let's hey. go. This is not what I want a nat 20, though. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm a thing. Oh. Well, you, <laughs> you say that, Mel, you say that. You absolutely say that. And I think that, uh, I think that <laughs> what happens That's- here, right, is that you take this tortoiseshell and you're thinking about sort of where to put it. And you're moving around this, this sort of temple. You're, you're, you're kind of looking at, you know, kind of different places that you could realistically hide this thing and i think that you you know kind of move off to a corner and uh you come across a chest uh that is just kind of 
caked in dust, right? Obviously, very, you know, very obviously not something that has been, you know, kind of accessed uh, uh, before. And you throw this thing open. This, this looks like a perfect place to hide this thing. You throw this thing open and uh, you find an old cloak. And you pull this thing out and it, it like kind of at a glance, it doesn't look like anything in particular. But when you kind of lift it out of the chest, you realize that it is made of these like obsidian black feathers that as you sort of hold it up to the light kind of shimmer out of existence. This cloak gives you a plus 10 to stealth checks. Invisibility! I am the knight. Sick. Uh, and you put the tortoise shell down into the chest, close the chest, and uh, at that exact moment, you hear the clock in the front of the building chime, and off in the distance, hear the formings of the gecko parade. They do have narratively immaculate timing. Yeah, what's up with that? Mel, I'm going to go ahead and say we'll treat that as your action uh, kind of here. But is there anything else that you want to do? Um, you know, again, you tell Ember to go let Guard know. So that is already kind of in flight. Is there anything that you sort of want to do in the beat between, uh, you know, kind of sending the message to Guard, realizing that the Gecko Parade is happening, and getting ready to encounter Gambolt? I'm going to make my way back to the main area of the spa because i think that would be probably if gambald is going to be looking for me to help him with this that's where he would look for me okay so you specifically don't want to be in the temple i do not want to be in the temple do you want people to have not seen you in the temple i'm gonna stealth out of there baby fucking give me a stealth check yes it's an eight but plus ten all right an 18 uh i'm gonna go ahead and uh roll just a flat d20 that's a 15. Nobody notices. Uh, you get to where you want to be in, uh, in sort of the middle of the bathhouse. All right. We're going to move on from Mel uh, to the smoke spirit. The smoke spirit sees the squirrel tail. Uh, I am going to go ahead and make uh, an insight check. Um, plus zero to this check. Uh, it's going to be DC 10. That's a nine. What squirrel? What squirrel? The smoke spirit saw you, and the smoke spirit has an inkling that it is you. That was an insight check to determine whether or not the smoke spirit was sure that it was you or something else was happening. So the difference is, is this smoke spirit going to move at a leisurely pace or a determined one was what this check was for. Uh, So the smoke spirit is going to move to the elevator uh, but it is going to take them two rounds to get there. So you have a two-round lead on the elevator to beat the smoke spirit up to the penthouse. But I don't know that he saw me. You do not. This is too tense. Uh... Well, Harissa, you get to act. <laughs> uh, you're, you are standing in... Uh, I, I think that you and Spinks and, and Isaac are kind of approaching the gathering crowd for the uh, gecko parade. Um, and I think that, you know, kind of the, the intention here is that the Mykonid, whom you left to figure it out kind of on their own, is going to ambush the geckos and steal an Elderwood berry and then find you. 
and give you the Elderwood Berry. Uh, yeah. What What are you doing to to either help the Mike or cover your own ass? <laughs> Obviously, I want to make sure that you know if he gets caught, he doesn't know me. I don't know him. We never had a conversation. Um, is there anything on me or Spinks or Isaac currently that could like bits of spore or some shit that could make it look like we've been around them in any way? Do you want there to be? No, I want to make sure there's like nothing on us whatsoever. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, like dirt or anything. I think this is. I think this is a survival check. Okay. I have a twelve. So funnily enough, the DC that I had set to 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 like clean yourself off here was a twelve. So I do think I do think oh, that you you know sort of take that beat to just completely ensure that there's no visible evidence of you sort of having been down in this uh, you know sort of mausoleum bazaar or near the Mykonids. You get the both of you sort of cleared off. Yeah, I think uh, I think you absolutely do that. Yeah, and I think I'm just gonna keep a very keen eye on the geckos at the moment because i don't know what the mushroom man is intending to do and i just want to keep my eye out for stuff okay go ahead do me a favor go ahead if you if you haven't used it already uh take inspiration because i think that that was a good like finding a corner and preventing me from screwing you over on it like yeah because i know what you're like uh you should be proud (laughs) it's like oh you forgot about that (laughs) the old bioluminescence card see emily's finally figuring out how to play uh to my weaknesses as a dm (laughs) i will improvise spaces for you to have fucked up you know sort of post hoc uh and i can't do that if you've already narratively prevented me from doing so all right uh, so that's going to be uh, Harissa's turn. We move to guard. Guard. You are standing in the front of the bathhouse. Uh, the gecko parade is forming just outside uh, the the door. I think that you're sort of in the, like, entrance foyer, right? I think, I think very much like, again, kind of that Ocean's Eleven, like Danny Ocean walking into the casino, like, at the start, at the top of the heist, right? And the camera's, like, doing that zoom from a floor up kind of around you. Your job, as it has been explained to you, is to find Ganbob and get him down to uh, Mel and the temple uh, because something has gone missing and the Mykonids are to blame. What do you do? Okay. I'm going to I'm going to do it I'm going to say something here that I just need to clarify. Yeah. What you just said might be what guard is supposed to do. Yes. That is not what people told guard to do. And I am going to do what people told guard to do. Let's go. Yep. yep. Are there people around in the bathhouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually you're kind of in probably one of the more crowded areas because people are filtering out to observe the parade. I imagine that I stand like maybe like a, a head and shoulder above most of the crowd, most, except yeah. for like the walrus and other goofy there, characters. Even, I mean, the walrus is probably not like, walruses are like eight and a half feet. I don't think Cletus is All that right, So tall. I'm just going to throw my arms up in the air, yeah. be as big as I can, and say, I need to talk to Gambold. And I'm looking around. Can one of you help me? That is, that is, I need an adult so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I need an adult. And I'm going to, I'm going to say it as loud as I can. 
uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I need you to, I need you to roll me a <sighs> persuasion check, I think is what this is. Yeah, let's go. Minus one, baby. 17, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Is that a 17 all in? 17. I, I rolled right. an 18 down to a 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, 17 is actually quite good. Fuck me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that's very good. That's very good. Uh, Guard, I think that as you say that, you see uh, the smoke spirit round a corner, yes. headed to the elevator. Yes. Uh, and the smoke spirit steps up to you and gives you like a short bow and then gestures quizzically, right? Like gestures in a way that is is kind of like inviting you to explain your concern, your need. Okay. In the least aggressive <laughs> way possible, I am going to grab the smoke spirit by the shoulders. I need to talk to Gambold. Where is he? And I'm going to try to, like, encourage the smoke spirit to, like, take me to him. I'll let the 17 ride for sure. <laughs> I'm not trying to bow. I know I, that, that doesn't work on this guy. No, no, no. You're, you're good. Um, and this is very much inside the wheelhouse. I think the remaining question is just, um, does the smoke spirit carve out an exemption for you to... You can't go up to the penthouse, right? Like, that's not a thing that physically can happen. I don't think the smoke spirit can bring you to Ganbald. I think the smoke spirit could theoretically bring Ganbald to you. I will wait here. It's so important that I talk to Ganbald. And then I'll stand at attention as if I'm somehow helping. See, this is very good for me because where the smoke spirit was going to very leisurely approach the penthouse in order to get there like oh, in order to fuck. see what was going on now the smoke spirit is going to very quickly approach the penthouse so um <clears throat> god the, damn it uh the smoke spirit uh <laughs> we're gonna shave a round off of that uh so we're down to one round on the smoke spirit and the smoke spirit uh acknowledges you bows very deeply lifts back up turns and heads uh, to the elevator. The smoke spirit is going to go fetch Gambald for you. When it bows, I'm going to lean forward and try to give it a knowing wink as if it's in on the plan. <laughs> but when I wink, it's just sort of like the light behind my mask kind of blinks on and off. <laughs> just a perception check here. Again, plus zero. It's like fucking TikTok from Return to Oz. Everything according to plan. Everything according to plan. Uh, that's a nine. I don't think this thing notices any of your interaction here, uh, which is very know. good for you. Like, it's very good that it doesn't acknowledge or recognize any of this nonsense. Uh, great. Okay, guard. Amazing. Uh, please take inspiration for that absolute insane play. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. Amazing. We cut back to Isaac. Uh, Isaac, you and Harissa have just moved sort of into the gathering crop for the gecko parade. You can see that the geckos are uh, approaching, you know, kind of maybe a, a few blocks off at this point. Um, Harissa has done sort of the work to make sure that the two of you aren't going to be traced to your interactions with the Mykonids. What, uh, what do you do? Um, oh God. Can I still see the little, the little twerp? Running the Mykonid? Yeah. 
I think that you guys would have parted ways if you want to have tracked him in like a cohesive way. Uh, we could roll for that, but I don't think that you would have just kept being able to just keep an eye on him. Nah, that's cool. Uh, I, Isaac was really letting Harissa take the lead on this, and he's he's just gonna pat her on the shoulder. You got this, kid. Uh, and cast bless on Harissa, Mr. Spinks, and himself, which is yeah. the first time Isaac's ever cast it on himself. <laughs> I'm into this. This is very good. Yeah. Oh, I feel refreshed. Oh, I feel. I suddenly feel all. Yeah, it's like a tingly feeling. You guys feel like this all the time. This this is nice. Feel like an air breeze, light breeze, just just going in the wind. (laughs) Uh, Isaac, could I get a perception check off of you, please? Shit. All right. While we're doing it. Plus plus. (laughs) Yes. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you. Plus plus. plus. One, that's 15, add a d4. I mean, that's going to do it, but go for it. See if we can get past 17. Cool. Uh, You see the geckos kind of round a bend and, you know, sort of pass by a shop off in kind of the middle distance. And and you see that these two geckos kind of carried on this palanquin have exactly one of these, you know, kind of supernaturally grapefruit-sized elderwood berries. Uh, This seems to be a very, uh, very skint uh, offering. That's it? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Well, good thing I thought that Mike and Ed was an asshole. I'm not going to feel bad about this at all. Um, (laughs) Oh. Oh, things are going to go bad. Um, <laughs> Anything else from Isaac on his no, turn? it's fine. We, we all just look like the heroes when we steal it back. Wink. Okay, that, that's just, that yeah. Isaac feels a little bit better from that because he definitely wasn't going to let this mic <laughs> steal this last one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, Isaac will keep his eyes out for the little guy and have his shield prepped to just chuck it at his goofy head. Uh, I don't think on a, on a 17, you don't see him okay. uh, yet. So oh, He's a stealthy oh. boy. All right. At least so far. Mostly he's just small. Remember, this is one of the parts of the Myconid that you had, like, smashed into pieces. Like, several of them have reassembled. And it's now, like, two feet tall. Pat, I'm, so. I'm envisioning, like, Toad from Mario. But, Pretty like, much. just a, a gangly gangster just the, vibe. Yeah, just, just the... The Wario, the, no, the Waluigi <laughs> from Chicago, is just bad. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or even worse, Atlantic City. Oh, okay. Moving yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, wonderful. Speaking of which, it is actually the Mike and its turn. Um, because nobody necessarily has eyes on this Mike and it yet, I am going to uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check. Twelve. I think on a twelve. Isaac, you do see the Mike and it kind of poke his head out from the crowd and then duck back in. Little shit. Going back on our deal. I'm going to roll one more thing uh, for this Mike and it. Uh, we're going to call this, we'll call this acrobatics. Oh, no. We love Onos. Oh, no. I got a hand axe with his name on it. Don't worry. Dude, we do love Onos. <laughs> Onos are fun. They're the best. Uh, 
Isaac, because you are sort of watching, uh, you see that this Mykonid pops back up actually on a, on a, like a rain barrel. There's like a rain barrel that's sort of under a gutter toward the back of a, you know, kind of a part of the crowd that's in front of a shop, right? And it looks like the Mykonid is kind of trying to get a better look at the geckos or, or something to that effect. And you see him actually kind of scramble up the rain gutter and get out on an eave and doesn't seem to be seen by anybody else but you've watched him do sort of this whole thing he's getting in position okay. yeah cool uh just lean over to harissa and point this out harissa you then only afterwards clock the mic in it all right my eyes are f- well I don't want because the thing is yeah. when you're in a crowd and like one person looks up at something, <laughs> What's everyone that? else is like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are trying. You guys are trying not to draw attention. So I'm just like, that's easy enough. I think actually, um, generally speaking, there's there's enough distraction in this crowd because people are like, kind of unhappy that this is sort of the second time in a row that a, that the very very yeah. little has been has been brought in this offering, right? I think that um, the last time that this happened, there were I think we said you know four elderwood berries and and. And people were worried about, you know, the destruction of their property, right? They were worried about, you know, sort of some kind of damage. Uh, it seems like most of that aggression was taken out on y'all. Um, but uh, we'll see how it goes with one. People are concerned. My anxiety is, like, through the roof. <laughs> just... My guilt, my levels of guilt for this <laughs> fantasy world that we live in are so high right now. Yeah, holy shit. I, I live in blissful ignorance. I hate you. I hate you. I love you and hate you for that. <laughs> Guard is incredible. June. Yeah. You uh, managed to get up four floors, just kind of, you know, hand over foot over tail, right? You're just squirrel climbing up these pipes. Uh, nobody really notices you. In fact, a lot of, you know, these floors seem to be relatively empty because people have kind of emptied out to to watch the uh, the parade, which is very convenient. You get up to the fourth floor uh, and you uh, find yourself at what looks to be some sort of like open floor plan restaurant. Uh, and you see that the the pipes here kind of tendril off and each seem to be feeding little uh, almost like um, like flat top griddle cooking stations. It looks like the 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 situation Waffle at house? this restaurant is that you like pull up to the bar and sit at yeah, I mean more or less, right? Yes. I'll... And I think that you you see uh you know you see a couple of a uh, couple of people that are you know kind of doing a little bit of cooking. A couple of people are doing a little bit of eating. You see um what looks like a familiar face standing behind one of the griddles he is an eagle person oh this guy oh shit and uh you see that he is just he is just like he's like slinging hash browns and he's just like smothered and covered just yeah absolutely like the diner lingo that's coming off of this guy and uh uh you know he he like takes a giant plate of pancakes and slides down order up uh and uh you recognize this uh as you recognize this as Jehoshaphat from my dream yes the uh the man that was walking into the afterlife following the bird from your dream seems he has uh picked up a little work 
Oh, I'm so happy for him. I'm so proud of him. Are you Wipes a little tear. stopping to interact with this man in any way, or are you just... Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and give me another uh, stealth check, if you'd be so kind. Okay. And I'm going to roll that against uh, Jehoshaphat specifically. Fuck. You have to beat a 15. Cool, that's a four. <laughs> Got any inspiration? Uh, no. I should have talked to her. Yeah. Man. No, not necessarily. It's just... <laughs> Damn. So, June, uh, you are, are kind of climbing up, and you clock Jehoshaphat, and you know he slings his plate of pancakes, and then he sees you, and he locks eyes with you, and... Ha! What? Hey, wait a minute! Aren't you that girl? Sup, J-Ho? And she's gonna keep <laughs> going. What? Was she a squirrel before? And he kind of like turns to somebody who's sitting there. There's just like a little like badger person. He's like, was she a squirrel before? No, I, I mean, I think I know her from somewhere, but I don't remember her being a squirrel. I would listen. I'm going to clock out for a minute. Y'all are good here for a second. I'm going to go see if I can figure out what's going on there. Cause she seemed like she was in a bit of a bit of some trouble. I'll be back in 10. Uh, and Jehoshaphat has entered the fray. No, Jehoshaphat. Don't, don't enter. Crap. I'm going to have a whole parade of people. It's going to be very funny to me. The stealthy acrobatic moment of the campaign is just a line of gaggle people <laughs> following. <laughs> yeah, like, Cinder, you were worried that, like, you weren't going to be able to lie. Well, the person that should have been able to simply climb a pipe is announcing to everybody. That she is climbing a pipe. June, I will say, I will say in, in your benefit here, you do notice that Jehoshaphat like acknowledged you, right? Like you, you had a brief exchange with him. So like, you're pretty sure he's going to try to figure out what's going on with you. Oh, shit. Uh, anything else from June? Because I think we're going to, I mean, that's another four floors of movement. Uh, you got 11 more to go. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she's just going to. <laughs> Climbing up that that pipe. Tastic. Which sounds more like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of ah, nuts. Rodent, oh god. Rodent like oh Jesus Christ, Mel, it's your turn. Uh, Mel, uh, you are, uh, I would say probably at this moment arriving, uh, kind of at the front of uh, of the building, and you see that guard uh, is standing there waiting. By the elevator, very conspicuously. I'm still waving my arms. Waving his arms. What do you do? It's tempting to go play along with the facade. But I think Melmanon is also wary of how well Guard is going to do if Mel starts playing along with not knowing what's going on. <laughs> so... Mel is going to attempt to not be seen by guard to not complicate things. And specifically, Mel is thinking about what else can I do to cause a little bit of chaos here? So Mel's going to go to an empty bathroom and bust some pipes. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> what are we doing here? We're, we're doing, it's going according to plan. Everything according to plan. 
Uh, this is incredible, and I love it. And, uh, yes, Mel, I need you to please make me... Fucking Christ, what am I going to have you... Um, are you using magic to do this, first and foremost? To bust the pipes? Bust up some pipes. Or are you just using, like, your... What is your weapon? You've got a rapier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you using just, like, your rapier? Or just, like, anything you could find? Like, what? describe to me how this, what this looks like. Uh, Melmanon also has a dagger, so I will use the dagger, and in one of the pipes in some bathroom that is empty... Yeah. I'm going to find one of the joints and shove it in and and just have some water spraying out. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I think this is going to be another sleight of hand check, and I think this one is going to be dex. I think this is going to help determine, like, combination of how non-obvious and also effective you are at this. 14. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Um, I'm just going to just gonna roll for the pipes. I'm going to roll for the pipes. Do the pipes <laughs> notice they're being bust? Yeah. <laughs> you Okay, so you manage to get in here, and you do manage to, like, you jam your, your dagger sort of into, you know, kind of a joint between two of the pipes and you sort of uh wrench it and you see that you sort of dislodge it and a bunch of steam comes out you gotta back up and get out of the way um and a little bit of water is sort of condensing on this thing you've definitely like caused an issue here right and like the room is very quickly filling with steam it is it is visible it's like filling up from the top down it's getting very, very warm. Uh, it's making a very loud kind of hissing noise, uh, kind of tea kettle-esque. Um, and, uh, uh, and yes, this is very good. This is very, very good. Uh, is it? At that moment, June, you notice that the pipe you are climbing gets much cooler. Oh. Cool. It's cool. It's a cool pipe. Uh, and from just above you, we'll come back to this on your turn. From just above you, you hear uh, some clamoring, a, like moving away from you. Uh-oh. So, uh, Mel, that it for you? Yeah, Mel's going to hang out in this slightly steamy room and just sort of wait with his ear to the door. Mm-hmm. Waiting for what's going to happen with Guard and if Ganbald is going to come. Okay. Fantastic. We move on to the Smoke Spirit. And we see the Smoke Spirit beat June to the top floor by quite a bit. Uh Uh-oh. Disappear into Ganbald's study. Reappear with Ganbald. Step back into the elevator. Let's go. And step back down. Everything according to... Marissa. Hello. You see the Myconid out on the ledge. You see the geckos approach underneath the ledge. You probably assume that the Myconid is going to drop on the geckos somehow. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> Fucking hold my breath. Jesus Christ. Um, I <laughs> God. Uh, okay, let me think. I'm going to get mm-hmm. Sphinx because he's mm-hmm. small. Just to kind of like sneak a bit closer, like amongst the people's legs and things, um, just sort of like to follow the 
uh, pace of the of the geckos. Like, so he's right next to them in the crowd, like as they're moving. So Spinks is gonna have to get to them to then keep pace, which will take a little bit of time. Yeah, so he's gonna just kind of get be close to them because we're looking like tourists, you know, just that. Ooh, ah, isn't this cool? And then he's gonna. Spinks is fully decked out in uh, a Marie Antoinette oh, dress. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, are we still in dresses? Yes, actually. That's fine. That just means people make way for him as he sachets through the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, we're fancy. <laughs> Everyone is dressed up very fancy. We are very it's fancy. Very good. Oh, I saw my robe on? Let's go. Kimono yeah. life, Isaac. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Thank you. Please think of any much. Oh, oh, just uh, I think I think every now and then most people are just like what, and then every now and then you get like oh a lizard, and uh, they move out of the way. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I think Spinks gets up to it. Um, I will. Wink. The way that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, advantage on uh, like any sort of perception or intelligence check that you're trying to make um, for stuff that's happening kind of around the geckos right now, right? So if like Spinks can kind of you can kind of leverage Spinks in that way. Uh, but that's that's uh, that's bonus action. I think as Spinks uh, sort of uh, moves away, uh, you actually feel a tap on your shoulder. Oh. You turn around, uh, and uh, it is Ariel. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, um, Parissa is going to be a bit taken aback because she was not expecting this and she's also kind of like this is great but right now really Ariel you're gonna do this right now <laughs> um uh, hi Ariel was it yeah you don't remember yeah. her name dude like you don't remember her name <laughs> shut up <laughs> it was uh <laughs> Safra I think right I think I heard your little lizard friend calling you Safra well, um, my closest friends call me Safra, so uh, that's fine if you would like to call me Safra. <laughs> Getting distracted by Sam's intense reactions here. <laughs> I think uh, she, she kind of straightens a little when you say that. She says, um, well, thank you very much. I, uh, I, I, I don't mean to intrude. I'm, I'm sure you're very preoccupied watching the parade. I just wanted to check in and see how y'all made it in uh, finding the the market that we talked about. Y'all find what you were looking for? Oh, uh, you mean the um, the tourist market? Yes, I found some lovely little keyrings. And she pulls out the f- fork and spin, like does like the pen flip thing with the fork, just kind of <laughs> casually while you guys are talking. Uh, yes, I found some darling little keyrings um, <laughs> with hot springs written on. It was very nice. So I'm going to take some home yeah. uh, in my next incarnation. Um, I don't, you know, give them to the little ones. That right, that sentence you just said, that thing that you just strung together that were all technically words that made sense, <laughs> raised so many questions about how <laughs> you expect to get out of here that I. Do you want to? Do you want to go get a cup of coffee? We could detangle that. <laughs> I know what you're doing, DM. You're trying to Derail. distract me from everything's the cause going with a according face. to plan. 
Listen. Day episode within a heist episode. <laughs> Listen. There is uh-huh. nothing I like better than having you all roll initiative and then giving you like fundamental value quandaries <laughs> that remove you from combat. It, it might be regrowing trees. It might be cute redheads. You never know. Hey, one of those oh. I have heavy disadvantage on and i'm gonna let the audience <laughs> figure it out on her. Right. <laughs> okay okay harris is gonna take a deep breath yeah and she's gonna she hates having to do this uh as much as i would love to do that ariel um i'm a little bit indisposed at the moment uh but what time do you get off your shift later well, I mean, I own the place, so whenever I want. Well, I'll tell you what. When the mushrooms start glowing outside your door, I'll be there. Go ahead and make me a persuasion check if you'd be so kind. With a fucking boombox. Goddamn. <laughs> Rocks at her window. Right. I have a, a 12 with my minus one. You are blessed. She kind of stops. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and add bless to that. Oh, just yeah. Just for fun. Right. And by bless, I mean Isaac shoves you into her because <laughs> he's listening to this conversation. <laughs> so that pushes it to a 15. That's a 15. All right. All right. Okay. On a 15, uh, she stops sort of pen twirling the, the fork. She kind of eyes you over and smirks a little bit. All right. Safra, but just so you don't go forgetting. And she kind of reaches up into her, you know, kind of ponytail and pulls out uh, a little length of white uh, ribbon and hands it to you. I'm going to want that back. And she turns and disappears into. Oh my the crowd. Meanwhile, uh, there is Spinks not knowing why he's suddenly all flushed and he's fanning himself frantically. But with like a full, like again, Marie Antoinette, like scalloped yeah, it looks normal. It just looks completely <laughs> like there's a little bit of like, like, uh, like down fringe on the end of it. Just, yeah, 100%. I think my, my corset is a bit tight. All of a sudden. God damn it, Spinks. Uh, Harissa is just, <clears throat> now she's finished looking cool. She's gonna turn back around. <gasps> what the hell okay. was that? <sighs> Never you mind I'm... what all of that was. Okay, where's the where's the geckos? Yeah, right the there. Geckos yeah. Here. Yes, the geckos. Focus you on the geckos. Right? You need a, you need a second. Uh, no, that fine. was fine. very embarrassing to, to listen in on. I'm gonna be honest. You are not the most <laughs> smooth of operators. <laughs> I listen. You want your neck to be smooth when it misses its head because that is what's going to happen. Okay, that's. I I just wanted to give you some tips. If anything, it just you know. Okay. All right. That maybe later. Let's focus on the gecko. You're gonna meet with her, right? You're not gonna forget, are you? Oh yes. I mean, if I'm going to do anything in these hot springs, it's going to get laid. Oh, okay. <laughs> geckos, geckos, priorities. <laughs> 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 Gecko, incredible. 
Uh, I, I, I do. I, I need you to realize that you have just given me like a suit. Like uh, the moment that something dramatic is happening, I am going to make sunset happen and you are going to have the worst time of your life. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Uh, so guard, you are standing with your arms up. The smoke, uh, spirit has just disappeared up the elevator. Are there still a lot of people in the bathhouse? It's it's thinning because people are out toward the parade, right? So I think you're you're not alone, but it's definitely a little less. I look down at one of the, uh, you know, a hedgehog person. Yeah. I'm waiting for Gambald. And I lean forward. Give him a little wink. <laughs> I need you to roll me another persuasion check. God damn it, Cinder. That's a natural, that's a two minus one. That's a that's a dirty one. That's a dirty one. Just random people next to you, like what the fuck? Okay, okay. This hedgehog person uh-huh. is about a foot and a half tall. Yeah, and uh, you see them kind of walking past you, and really you're just noticing like the spikes and you know sort of the bipedal walk. Uh, and you say that you're waiting for Ganbald, uh, and give kind of a wink, and this hedgehog person turns around locks eyes with you and you notice like full military dress right like double-breasted like ribbons saber little hat right and uh this this hedgehog looks up at you and goes what seems to be the problem citizen i'm supposed to be getting gambled but urgent business requires gambled i'm gonna lean down real close a disruption a disruption? Yes. Are you causing a disruption or are you are you have you observed one citizen? Neither. I'm not sure I understand. There is a disruption that I am to tell Gambald about. What is the nature of this disruption? I don't know. <laughs> then how will you tell Gambald? I will inform him of the it's I have to tell him about the disruption. <laughs> This hedgehog kind of looks back and forth, just like, what the fuck? If you know what I mean. (laughs) Who told you you have to tell him about a disruption? Melmanon. Oh, Oh, no. There it is. Oh, fuck. Okay. I love it. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Mel. What's your passive deception? That's some stank shit, though. Can I just say, if a person has a passive deception, there is no trusting that person. It's 15. I trust Okay. Him. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, so, Mel, uh, this hedgehog is going to get a plus two to this check, which means that this hedgehog needs to roll a 13 or higher in order to become concerned about Mel's participation in a disruption. This is going to be an insight roll. That's a 14. Uh, That's a 16 all in. One past your passive. Can I roll something to notice a change in the hedgehog? Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, go ahead and give me insight, and we're gonna use that to determine something here. I'm so excited. I'm so bad at all of these types of rolls. Oh my god. I love it though. Because it's so guard. <laughs> That's a four. It's a, no, it's a six. <laughs> Hey, plus one. Big difference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Because on a four, on a six, on a six, you definitely don't notice like a change mm -hmm. that you want to probe into. But I'm wondering if something else doesn't happen here. Is this guy a bad guy? Do I need to destroy him? Guard, I want to I I dial in on something actually to, to, to know how to run this. What is Guard feeling about this hedgehog in this moment as, it is, as he is like quizzically scrutinizing you for the issue? Two things. Guard's initial thought was he was just excited that he was doing a plan, so he was just telling someone that was nearby. And thing two... Guard is a little bit like, uh, I don't think he's suspicious, but I feel like he doesn't want to be made the fool to, he's getting asked all these questions that he doesn't know the answers to. But I don't think, I don't think he feels offended. I think it's more just like, why don't I know the answers? <laughs> oh no, buddy. Yes. <laughs> like, wait. No, 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 no. That's very good. Because guard, the moment you have what is probably one of your first real wrestlings with self-reflection oh, and considering shit. why you don't know something, you cast Detect Thoughts. Okay, cool. <gasps> Into it. Dude. Excuse a what? Uh, and your filigree starts to glow a gentle lavender as you probe into the thoughts of the hedgehog. Okay, so... With detect thoughts, it does two things. I just get the surface level emotion thought. Yes. But I can probe deeper. Yeah. They will know though, right? So we're going to start with the surface only level. If I, only if they succeed on the saving throw. Okay. So surface level thoughts. This hedgehog is concerned that Melmanon is trying to cause a disruption. He, would, he doesn't know why. He doesn't think that Melmanon is necessarily not to be trusted, but he's concerned that Melmanon, for some reason, is trying to cause a disruption. That's the surface level thought. Melmanon is the one causing the disruption, so like that just that just makes sense. Um, I think Guard is gonna probe deeper unintentionally. Yeah, I love that. Uh, what is the? Uh, it's a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, and he's gotta beat a. He's gotta beat a thirteen. That's a four. I enter his mind. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm just hearing the dial-up noise as, like, God starts glowing as he's connecting to the internet for the first time. Mr. Spinks, <laughs> Mr. Spinks, put the phone oh, away. Put God. the phone down. I'm trying to connect. <laughs> so, if you probe deeper... Uh, you gain insight into its reasoning, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind. I'm either going to kill this thing or give it a hug. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, guard, you snap into a very different space. And you find yourself in underbrush. And it is dark and unfamiliar. And you start to move through some of these bushes and roots and trees, pushing away branches and looking for light, any point of reference. And you come upon a hedgehog. 
in a little clearing running in circles, illuminated by nothing but perfectly clear and visible. And the hedgehog sort of stops and looks at you and says, Oh, it's it's you. Um uh, hi. I'm uh I'm really nervous. Are you are you really are you really anxious about this? I walk over and I sit down. What are you anxious about? And it starts running in circles again, kind of around you. I don't know if we can trust Melmanon. He showed up and curry favor with Gambolt so quickly. It's 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 not fair. It's not fair. Do you not trust Melmanon? Or are you envious of him? I don't know. I think he's not trustworthy. He's not trustworthy. He wants to cause a disruption. But how else could he have gotten into Ganvald's favor so quickly? He must be up to something. And he's just chasing his own tail. Okay. In the real world, I'm just going to reach down. I'm going to just grab the hedgehog. I'm just going to lift him off the ground. I'm just going to look at him. You don't need to be envious of other people. And I'm going to give him a hug. But I'm also going to just try to hold him there. So he's not going anywhere. Hardest <laughs> grapple check of guard's life. <laughs> yeah, make me, make me, please make me, please make me an athletics check. Uh, we're going to go ahead and say hug. that this is with advantage. That is a uh, 17. Oh, okay. Uh, negative one to this Oh roll. my God. Amazing. It's an 11 for a 10. Uh, you have this, this, the hedgehog, you know, sort of, citizen, please, please, I need to go report. It's all right. And we cut. (laughs) Fucking incredible. Uh, (laughs) to Isaac, who blissfully has no idea how sad this hedgehog is. Besides that minor hiccup right there with your lady friend, everything is going according to plan. <laughs> minor hiccup? I don't know. I feel like it's a minor hookup. Okay. Okay. You're welcome, never. ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to use the amount of dumb but also amazing jokes this session is is, my, is, is right. off the wall. My jaws hurt from how much I'm smiling this entire session. Oh my oh, Let me see if my I can flip that aching. around. Oh, Isaac. don't do that. Oh, uh, Isaac, uh, I think you have been kind of distracted by this interaction with, uh, with Ariel and, and Harissa uh, so that, uh, you know, you, you've kind of stopped paying attention to the mic and making preparations, but, you know, the, that breaks up. You guys have a couple of words over it. Uh, what what is Isaac's focus for this round? What are you what are you trying to accomplish? Things seem to still be kind of on an even keel for the moment. Um, just keeping an eye on the mic it because Isaac doesn't. He's fighting with himself in whether to let this little thing take or attempt to take it. So you think that the mic is gonna is gonna jump into the fray attempt to take this elder elderwood berry uh on its next turn uh so if you would like i will let you ready an action if there's something in particular that you want to do 
I would like to ready um mm. my channel divinity nature's wrath. Oh shit. What is Hell that, yeah. What is that? Is that the is that the is that the one that pins? That's the vine hentai. Yes, that's what you were. <laughs> no, oh, no. Nice. I could just say vines, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could have, <laughs> but I wouldn't have gotten that reaction out of you. <laughs> that's, that's true. Christ almighty. Okay, so uh you are writing some vines. Um Christ's sake. For use on whom? Uh the mic in it. <laughs> And all of its many orifices. Great, great, great. No. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. I was going to say whoever asks nicely. I hate hate all of you. What do you mean? God, this episode is a little silly. All right, Isaac, so that's going to go ahead and that's going to be action. It's a heist. Yes, I'm holding it. Any bonus action? Uh, No. Bonus action will be, I mean, you know, just don't. You were like heavy breathing when you were talking to her. It was a little awkward. It just, it just hey, was that uh, you? Oh, uh, I, I tried to just yeah. breathe through my nose. No, that's that's the heavy breathing. Your nostrils were inflamed way too oh. much. It was a and lot. They were flaring. I tried yeah. not to flare my you nostrils. You see all up in there. No, it's not it was... that attractive. I... Oh, and I'm taller than her too. Hey, height, height's not that big of a deal. You know. Hair. You figure it out. Man, you're awkward. All right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As you all are having this conversation, uh, you hear off in the distance, you know, kind of again, this middle distance as the geckos reach this corner. <laughs> Snap. And this myconid throws itself Errol Flynn style off of this eaves, Jesus. holding onto a rope. That it, at, at its apex breaks. And the myconid boom! Slams into the geckos. Man, oh man, a chef. It's what a wild session this has been so far. Good thing we're taking a break with good old me, Cinder. Hi, how are you? I got some news for you, friendos. Welcome to the mid-roll. We got Patreon updates we got fully formatted pdfs of some wonderful homebrew from our games world of astilla subclasses monsters even magic items even some magic items submitted by patrons you better believe it friendo but that's not all we have updates to all of our patreon tiers as well Moss advocates can now name an NPC that will be used in the game once per month, like Theodosius Andrew Quartermain Esquire III, brought to us by the Elder Barry. Gecko Guardians can now submit homebrew items once a month that could be used in-game, as well as give as many NPC ideas as they want. Would you like to flood our Dungeon Master with ridiculous NPC names that he will feel obligated to put into the story? Well then this is the tier for you. And our Wields Wardens as well as our Rally Defenders can send in as many item ideas and NPC ideas as they would like, as you might like. We've got about three or four sessions left in this arc, so now is the perfect time to join up and get one of your magic item ideas introduced into the game. Don't forget, joining the Patreon will also get you some fancy rally stickers, 
access to the original Rally soundtrack, and some unique short stories that take place in our wonderful game world. Joining the Patreon is a great way to help out, get some awesome Rally stuff, and show your love for the podcast. Speaking of podcasts, let me tell you about MCU and me. Our very own Sayer is a Marvel superfan, and he hosts the podcast MCU and Me with his partner Kaylee, where together they watch through the MCU in release order for Kaylee's first time. Her fresh eyes and takes matched with his nerdy obsession offers a unique look at how these films come across and what resonates to who. To whom? One of those. Anyway... Sayer also breaks down the musical scores of each film, because, you know, he always has that composer brain working overtime. Find it anywhere you get your podcasts. New episodes every month. And since I'm the one that has to record this mid-roll, I'm just going to give a shout-out to my nephew, Sylvan. Hi, Sylvan. He's only about one and a half, so it might be 10 to 15 years before he ever listens to this podcast, but my god, will this be a weird moment for him if that ever happens. Okay, back to the show. We are back at the top of the order with June. June. You get up another four floors. This is uh, 12. You have another six to go. However, yeah, you're fucking tired. Uh, hey, this. Uh, you find that this floor is a little shorter than the others and uh, seems to, the, the, the steam pipes as they kind of come up uh, into this floor seem to, for the most part, immediately like elbow bend off and go out in all directions and your eyes kind of adjust to the darkness and you realize that you're in like a distribution floor right like this floor seems to be kind of in between other floors for management and maintenance of the infrastructure of this building and uh you heard on this floor at the you know kind of toward the end of your last term people running away from you so they were running like away from the spot that you're at as your eyes kind of adjust you realize that the exit to this big room that is like a trap door right that uh is in on like the far side of the room and you are alone and you see that there are like tools scattered around right it looks like people were like up here working um and uh they have all rushed away uh, so you have this floor to yourself, uh, and it seems like there are, again, there are like tools and, and, and sort of sundries lying around uh, that you could potentially investigate. Um, you've got this space. What, uh, what do you do? I'm going to climb in and drop my hands down on my knees and try to take a breath. Okay, and I want to see if there's anything that will help me climb faster. <laughs> Incredible, uh, and a very good idea. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me a, uh, we'll say an investigation check, and I'll give you advantage because you have a little bit of time. Okay. 
Okay, the first one's a 14. Okay. That's pretty Second good. Second one's an 18. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Give yeah. me a climbing shooter thing. Yeah, so I think that as you are kind of looking around... Um, you, you see that, you know, the stuff that was left out are like spanners and stuff, right? It looks like people were like working on some of the piping. Um, and again, you've noticed that the pipe that you were climbing, like dropped in temperature very, very quickly. Uh, you actually see that there's like a little temperature dial on one of them that is like floored into like a, a, a an explicitly marked out like blue zone that doesn't look good. Um, you're looking around, you see that someone has left just like their entire kit Right, and you crack open this toolbox, uh, and uh, you know, kind of amongst several other things, hammers and you know, kind of a little saw. Uh, you find uh, two things that I think are probably uh, meaningful here. Um, you find something that looks like an ID badge. Uh, that is a squirrel person. No, uh, a little sketch of a squirrel person. Lies. Yeah, I just did a high low roll. Uh, a little sketch of a squirrel person. Um, and, uh, you see that, uh, the, the name on there is Bruce. And, uh, so you, little, little ID match. Uh, <laughs> and Bruce. Yes, probably. Uh, and also in this toolbox is, um, uh, is you're, you're not super familiar with it. It kind of looks like a crossbow, which is a thing that you've like read about, you know, kind of in the, in, in, in some of the, um, uh, like, when you were working for Benny, she would occasionally get, like, effectively catalogs of things that she could purchase, right? Like, her, like, purveyors would have, would se send her, like, hey, we have this new thing. It looks kind of like a crossbow, um, but instead of being loaded with a bolt, it is uh, loaded with uh, a little four-pronged hook. Grappling hook, my dude. So, you uh, can take this this grappling hook. Uh, if you are so inclined, uh, it's got a little reel on it for winding back in, kind of fishing rod style. Pat is opening up a jar that he's going to regret. I, no, no. Do you know what's <laughs> happening is Pat is tired of me climbing up this goddamn wall, as tired as I am. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, June, uh, you now have this, yes. this uh, grappling hook. I'm going to go ahead and say that that's action. Um, but uh, are you kind of queuing up I, I think we could say that you know sort of with your with your movement you can uh get up the rest of these floors by uh by by next turn if you are so inclined uh before i leave um can i look for a pair of pliers yes you absolutely can incredible uh you find a pair of pliers you, you have that thought. Like, you pick up the scrappling hook, you, like, go to get ready, and then you're like, wait, I should grab a pair of pliers. I'm curious as to why June wants a pair of pliers. No reason? No reason. She wants Amazing. a pair of pliers. Great. Who you find knows? a pair of pliers. You go back to the toolbox to get a pair of pliers, and as you grab them, because they're just sitting right there, uh, you hear the trap door open, and Jehoshaphat pokes his head up. And about it, squirrel girl, are you? Oh shit, that's probably copyrighted. Girl who is a squirrel. Uh, what the, is that? Is that you? <clears throat> <clears throat> nope. Names. 
Name's Bruce. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm here to, uh, shit, uh, <laughs> fix the bikes. <laughs> and I'll, need- I'll hold out the badge <laughs> and <sighs> I'm like twirling the, the pliers. You're in a dress. Uh, <laughs> so don't hey, listen. We don't we don't judge you. I need a deception check. At the very least, it's Sam. not works work safe, right? Like, it's not... Sam went through like five accidents. The uniform. <laughs> I okay. So here's here's the situation. Here's the situation. I'm giving you a, I'm giving you inspiration because that was incredible. But I'm also gonna make you. I'm also gonna have you make a deception check that is at least, at least when called at disadvantage. So you could use inspiration to get to, to roll flat if you want. But I need to. I need. I need a deception roll at disadvantage. Sam, <laughs> it's all according to plan. Everything. Everything. Everything is according to plan. <laughs> That's a nineteen. Let's. Fucking go! Oh. oh. Yay. Silver tongue. All right, 19, 19, 19. You rolled a 19. Uh, Jehoshaphat has plus zero to wisdom. He's got to roll a 19 or 20 on the die. That's 14. Jehoshaphat says, Oh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, Bruce, you said your name was in five accents? That's right. Name's, name's Bruce. Keep your eyes peeled. There's a there's a girl running around here. She was climbing up the pipes. I, I think she might be in trouble. Um, I know it's it's like out of my jurisdiction. I, I I just work down at the at the at the restaurant a couple floors down. But um, I you know if you see her, just like maybe maybe let Gambald know, let somebody know something something fishy there. Did she look like a red squirrel? Yeah, do you see her? That is my. <laughs> that was like. That was like three more accent changes. <laughs> You're also really pushing the boundary of this 19 deception check. Mo, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's my assistant. I will let Gambold know if I see her. I love Bruce. Bruce is great. Bruce is all over uh, the place. Huh. Well, if you... I hold on, Bruce. If she's if she's your assistant, why do you need to let Gambon? Is she okay? Like, is everything? Uh, oh shit! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for her. But if you find her, why do you let you need to let Gambon know? Do you need help, Bruce? Well, is everything okay? <laughs> shit! I'll tell you what, Bruce doesn't need a shovel. You digging yourself in, digging deep. <laughs> It's so deep. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, she, she's, <laughs> she's up for review. Uh, so I need to take her to Gimbal. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. Demerits and stuff. Yeah, Reezy oh. was telling me about that. Yeah, all right. Oh, my, uh, my heart. <laughs> The amount of uh, fucking mental gymnastics that I'm having to do to like make this 19 work, I love I'm it. So sorry. <laughs> and Joseph says, um, "All right, well, um, I'll let I'll let you know if I find her. I'm gonna go look down. Maybe she stopped at one of the lower floors. I just thought I heard something. So, I'll, I'll, I'll... you take it easy, all right, pal? You too. Will do. Uh, and he lowers the trap door. 
And with that, <laughs> fuck. Jesus fucking Christ. You were you were good. You were good, Sam. Success. You were set, and then you just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it was perfect. No, no, do I not apologize. So that nervous. was so good. I. Look at how red my like. That was a work of art. Stop. I've been trying so hard to. I was trying so hard to do a Kiwi accent. It did not work out. <laughs> I know. It was so good. We smash cut uh, to Mel. So Mel. Uh, you hear, because you were keeping your ear to the door, you hear people starting to approach uh, the bathroom. You kind of get the sense that they're grumbling about something having gone wrong. Uh, and I did roll to see if they would figure out sort of where the source, how quickly they'd figure out where the source was, and it was very high. So they, they seem to be clocking you, clocking your situation pretty quickly. Okay. Question for you. Yeah. With my passive perception of 13, how much would I have been able to hear of the hedgehog conversation with guard? Over the sound of the steam, I would say probably not at all. You do have your ear to the door, so if you want to take your action this turn to have, like, really listened in... That's the hard choice that I'll give you. Do you want to be paying attention to the people who are approaching to fix the pipe, or do you want to be paying attention to guard? I think it's more prudent to deal with the immediate, so I'm going to use it to deal with the people approaching the room. So, I hear people coming. Yes. I'm going to open the door and stumble out backwards and sort of be blowing steam away from my face. Uh, You stumble out backwards and... um uh a uh uh just like into uh a goliath woman who is just like you know she's kind of like she's she's um wearing like you know kind of leather you know sort of coveralls and like a work shirt with the sleeves rolled up kind of a vibe uh and she's standing next to a much shorter uh tufted squirrel looking man and uh you you sort of stumble into her and she she kind of grabs you and says uh uh says Mr. Mr. Lapignon, what's going on? Yes, well, I found the leak, which surely is right there. Could you take a look at that for me, please? Go ahead and roll me a performance check uh, with advantage, please. Because you did technically find the leak. Well, one of them was a 1, but the other one was a 23. Yeah, so... Uh, on a 23... That's a big difference. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she hoists you kind of back to your feet. Uh, you know, she stands a good couple feet taller than you, you know, sort of dusts you off a little bit, pats your shoulder and says, yeah, I mean, we'll take a look at it. You, uh, you doing okay? You didn't get burned or anything, huh? No, no, thankfully I didn't get too close. <laughs> I've learned my lesson the hard way before. <laughs> These pipes are murder. Don't ever try to climb them. Uh, <laughs> she's, they step into the bathroom uh, to go uh, fix this issue uh we'll go ahead and say um that that is action uh you've still got movement and bonus left uh because as you sort of stumble out you could take stock of the room and see that guard is cradling someone who works here a hedgehog uh a hedgehog you you know uh this hedgehog uh to be theodosius andrew quartermain esquire the third that is a mouthful shut up <laughs> named by elderberry Thank you, Elderberry. Hey. hey! Do I know anything about Theodosius from prior run-ins with them in Melmanon's history? 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think that maybe not like a a ton of interaction, but like this 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 hedgehog is um, uh, part of Ganbald's staff, kind of a self-styled head of security. That's not really a real position, but they kind of have tried to carve that out for themselves, right? And they they're 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 very um intentionally observant. I think Melmanon is going to continue to stay away from Guard's whole situation, seeing <laughs> that there is now another person there who quite possibly would be someone who is looking for suspicious things. Melmanon is not going to put any more pressure on what Guard has to do or not do. So... <laughs> okay. Very good. Good job. <laughs> uh, okay, are you saying hidden? Yes, in the kerfuffle of people coming to the room, Melmanani is going to slip sort of around a corner. Okay, cool. Uh, All right, we'll go ahead and let that ride. Mel, as you slip around the corner, out of the corner of your eye, you see the elevator gates open up and the smoke spirit and Ganbald step out. And uh, Ganbald says, Oh, what in the world is happening? What is going on down here? God? Theodosius? Is everything all right? Gambald, there are two incredibly important things I need to tell you. I am so glad that you're here. First and foremost, this hedgehog needs to feel more important. He is having a hard time. And I just hold him up and he is upset because he feels like he is not having his full potential met, and it's leading to him being rather envious and judgmental of others. So, if you could do anything to help this hedgehog feel more empowered in his position here, that would probably go a long way. That's the first thing. The second thing is there's a disturbance at the temple. <laughs> Just holding this hedgehog like baby Simba. Like, by the way. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, You kind of get the sense that Gambald is like humoring you a little bit, is sort of with you up to this point. Like, because you got to understand, like, the way that, 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 like, working at the Hot Springs works and service at the Hot Springs works is that it's entirely sort of self-directed, right? Like, you you are of service to others not for yourself, but to, to practice being of service to others to atone for something that you may have done in life. And so it's very clear to Ganbald that Theodosius has just, like, missed the fucking point, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're not supposed to work for Ganbald in order to feel good about yourself. You're supposed to work for the Hot Springs in order to learn how to be of service to others in your, you know, kind of time of of, of reincarnation. Um, and so he's just humoring you, just smiling and nodding, and as soon as you drop that there's a problem at the temple, he just beak agape turns <laughs> And wordlessly storms off to the temple, leaving you standing there with a hedgehog. I look at Theodosius. <laughs> I got you covered, buddy, if you know what I mean. And I lean forward and I give him another <laughs> little blink, light on and off wink. I don't really know what winking means, but it seemed like it was happening a lot when we were planning and it felt cool to do. <laughs> the smoke spirit at that point um, regards you and is going to slowly start following Gambald uh, at, a, at a bit of a 
bit of a lag. And uh, I actually think we missed something here uh, because Isaac, I we were a little vague about the trigger for your channel Divinity. The Myconid has swung into action and collided with the geckos. Uh, the Myconid does not yet have the Elderwood Berry, uh, but there's a little bit of chaos, a little bit of a, you know, kind of dust cloud kicking up here. Uh, would Do you want that to sort of act as the trigger? Do you want to use your channel Divinity? Yeah, that would, that would be like the, hold on now, what's going on here? What does it look like when you cast channel Divinity on the Myconid? Um, so, is the, are there, are the roots different here? That's a very good question. Uh. They are, right? Like they they are they're they're no longer are they the very blood tree sort of substrate roots that you've seen manifest in the past. They are the same roots that seem to be the very fabric of this place, right? Like they are the roots that make up the ceiling and the walls and the outside boundaries of the afterlife covered in the faintly white mycelium of uh of these mushrooms. They feel different. Somehow, well, when you used this channel divinity last time, there was a there was a sense of power that went along with it. There was a sense of realized potential and a surge, if you will, of control. You felt like this was a moment that you could close your fist around a problem. When you do it here, it's a little different. You are channeling something that is a little bit more organic. It's a little bit more, it just is. And it's almost like you sort of open your hand to the moment. Uh, just in his mind, basically, in his mind's eye, he would, this, instead of like, like you said, the seizing of control aspect of things, um, Isaac would basically ask these vines to help and, and guide them towards the problem. Uh, of this, my, these myconids and what they're about to do. So it's just the one, and I think that without any hesitation, the 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 vines uh, oblige. Could you please tell me? Uh, could you please read your channel divinity for me so I get a sense of what this is? Sure does? can. Give me one second. Uh, yes, channel divinity, nature's wrath. Uh, as an action, you can cause spectral vines to spring up and reach for a creature within ten feet of you. That you can see the creature must succeed on a strength or deck saving throw, DC 12, or be restrained. Great. Uh, so strength or dex, uh, that's going to be a plus zero. We have to get a 12 on the die. That's an 18. Oh. Uh, the vines shoot up and make for this little myconid sprout that is just like, ah, oh, no, oh, God, uh, scrambling on the ground because he was not expecting his rope to break, mm -hmm. right? Like, that was the result of a bad roll. He is he is not where he wants to be. Um, but he is just, like, clamoring for the Elderwood Berry, like, as, as if for, a, a you know, a football and a tackle, right? Like, every, they, things are just, like, on top of him, and he is just trying to get this thing. Um, and the vines come up and go for him, and he manages to, like, squirm out of the way, and you see that his, like, head kind of stays in one place and his legs like whip around and then up and over and he like somersaults without really moving in this again they've got this like gyroscopic way of moving I don't that's like very that. 
unsettling. <laughs> um, and he, th- then all of a sudden he's standing, uh, and uh, that is going to be it for your channel divinity. Harissa, you clock all of this. Hello. Yes, indeed. Um, okay. All right. What I, what I want to do, what I want to do is I think I would like to support Spinx in an action today. Um, so I would like, Spinx sees him, has he, he knocked over the geckos and things, didn't he, in his, um, the, the Myconid knocked over the geckos. Yeah. And so is the, what, what does the elderberry look like? Where is it at the moment? So again, these elderberries, uh, these elderberries in, in the afterlife here are, uh, the, the similar, you know, kind of color and texture. They're this like very bright blue exterior. Yeah, sorry, I meant like, does it look unharmed? Is it overturned? Is it on the floor? Yeah, looks okay. I mean, it's it's off the palanquin. It's like rolling around on the ground, but it does look unharmed. Okay. Um, in that case, um, Spinx is going to dash out and try and retrieve the um, elderberry before the myconid can get it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to try and make this subtle. I think he's going to try and be like, I will save the the thing from this wretch. So I'm going to I am I'm going to give you uh, a choice here because I, I, I think, you know, this is you're going to be able to sort of min max this. But I think that's still either sleight of hand or um, regardless of subtlety, right? It's either dexterity based or it's or it's athletics. So it's one of the two. I am better with dexterity, I think. Which is Spinks better at? Uh, well, I can swap my things with Spinks. What? 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 Yeah, I have a note. <gasps> oh, fuck me! Yeah, While you're Pat here in the afterlife, you can swap I... abilities. I forgot about that. Yeah, Pat. Get, yeah. get, get Patrick. That's Patrick. Right. Yeah, I got, I get, I'm getting wrecked. Right. I'm getting owned. It's great. <laughs> you're giving everyone amazing so, things. An invisibility cloak, a grappling yeah. hook. Uh, so I'm going to basically be willing Spinks. Um, Harris is going to be willing Spinks in this to basically dive through, like from the edge of the crowd, through the geckos to try and retrieve this thing and hold it up triumphantly. Like, I have saved it. Um, yes. <laughs> in his dress. So he will be looking fabulous as he does this. Roll it for me. Spinks is blessed. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got a 21. Before Bless. You might want to put Bless on that. Before Bless. You want me to put... I have also You don't got, necessarily um, need to use Inspiration, inspiration. but I, you get Bless all the time, so I would put Bless put on it. Bless. Okay, so 24 total? Okay. Um, Harissa, as you reach out in your mind's eye to Sphinx, the scales on the side of your face twitch and flare. And Sphinx, like, stands up straight in this glorious dress. And in that moment, has the ability that Harissa has cultivated carefully over her adult life to see a target and clear away all obstacles. 
and Spinks takes one forward step, springs, leaps, dives, crashes into this thing, scoops it up under an arm, does a full tumble roll to the other side of the street, and then pops back up with this elderwood berry. Amazing. Do not worry, elderberry is safe. And he holds it up. Well, that was a choice because now the entire crowd is focused on Sphinx and the Elderwood Berry. Yes. That's what he wanted. He's holding up this thing triumphantly okay. so he can then present it himself to Demoiselle. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Great. Is that that's Harissa's action? Uh, actually, bonus action because you can. Um, uh, command Sphinx as a, as, a, as a bonus action, so you still have an action. I would like to move towards the geckos to try and help them up. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, absolutely. And guard them from the Myconid. Mm. Protect them. We are you know. shady shitters, can I just say that? <laughs> right. <laughs> you step in and help one of the geckos up, and the Myconid, who is standing there just like dumbfounded, is like, what the hell? I thought we had a deal. I do not know what you're talking about, but you need to leave before you die. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, no refunds. Uh, <laughs> Harissa, as the mic in it goes to run, and your turn draws to a close, I need Sphinx to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh no, Sphinx. Eleven. Do I need to use my inspiration? <laughs> Do you? Do you? Uh, I think all the I information's might, on I the task. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that again. Uh, no, I didn't get any okay. better. So, uh, the crowd descends on Sphinx and grabs him. Oh. <gasps> um. <laughs> Sphinx is gonna assume. <laughs> that uh, they're doing it to lift on <laughs> their shoulders and celebrate his wondrous okay. victory. Um, uh, thank you. Yes. Take me to Gambold. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that is that is that on Arisa's That is turn. that. <laughs> oh, boy. Guard. <laughs> all going according to plan. Exactly. <laughs> you have sent Ganbald to the temple. Uh, you have Theodosius uh, still with you. Uh, what do you do? I look at the hedgehog. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I still don't understand the nature of the mission. What was... The... Does Ganbald need help? Should I, be, should I be pursuing him? Why are you wearing that little vest with all those medals? Fuck off. I'm glad I named this NPC something meaningful because we're really getting into his business. Like, water squirted out of my eyes. That's how much I laughed at that mission accomplished. Oh my god. I, it's, it's a, um, it's a uniform. Uh, you, you know, uh, a, 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 a representation of status and ability. But nobody else here wears one like that. It just stands out. Well, yes, that's... Wouldn't you want to be exceptional? I don't care. I don't know what to have anyone roll in this situation because I genuinely do not understand what Guard wants out of this interaction. Guard is done. 
Guard accomplished the goal. Guard is hanging out. The threat is over. All, all, all tension has left the okay. room. He, okay. he has all successfully right. distracted Gambald. Now he's just trying to get to know this hedgehog that seems to have a hole in his heart. Great. Fantastic. Uh, I am going to ask you to roll me a persuasion check that we will use to sort of dictate this impromptu therapy session. Well, I wouldn't go as far as to call it the therapy. We love a supportive friend. An eight. Guard, I think that this conversation like takes you and Theodosius like over to the bar, uh, over to, to Guter Stonehen's bar, and just ends with you like on Mel's tab, just feeding drinks to this hedgehog. As he gets into all of his frustrations with his time spent uh, in in the afterlife, and it's gonna it's gonna eat your turn, but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some opportunities to do some interesting stuff when we come back around on the next one because an eight an eight is not very good, so you're out of the rung for now. I'm not gonna understand most of what he's talking about, but I'm gonna nod my head as if I do. No, I don't think you understand really any of it. It's it's great, uh, fantastic. You understand words, just not what they mean. <laughs> We're going to get into, again, remind, uh, actually, Cinder, remind me on next turn, your next turn, that um, I want to give you something specifically, okay? All right, I will do my best to remember that. Thank you. Isaac. No. <laughs> Just no. Just no. <laughs> Uh, the Mykonid is back on his feet. Harissa has helped up a gecko. Sphinx has been overtaken by the crowd and currently has the Elderwood Berry. What do you do? And I can tell I'm not as goofy as Mr. Spinks. I can tell this is like an angry mob, not a hippie parade. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that, that stunning lizard. And it's, that's a fabulous dress. We need to save him. Um, <laughs> can a cat? Also, uh, just, to, just to make sure you've got kind of full context here, like the Mykonid crashing in was chaotic enough that like, it is not a dead certainty that everyone in the crowd will agree a Mykonid crashed the parade and a lizard saved the day, right? Like, oh. with the way that the crowd is reacting, you get the sense that some of them probably think that the lizard was trying to steal the Elderwoodberry. Ooh. Okay. Um, I want to see if I can get through the crowd okay. with, with my big beefiness. Okay. And then touch Mr. Spinks. Uh, and cast protection from good and evil. That's very good. Ooh. Or if it's, if, I don't know how, actually, Isaac wouldn't know how connected they are. So he's going to go for Mr. Spinks and touch. Okay, cool. Great. Uh, give me an athletics check, if you'd be so kind. I am blessed. But then bless drops after this because uh, I'm pretty sure protection against good and evil is concentration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's 16. 16. Okay, uh, you push your way through the crowd, get to Sphinx, reach out, grab him by the scruff. Why, you little... Oh, I can't believe you do so... It's okay, I'm gonna get you out of this shit. This, this is not according to plan at all. Okay. We, this, we done screwed up. Oh, yep. Hopefully everybody else is doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. I got him! Why, you... And you start shaking him. <laughs> Isaac, what does it look like when you cast protection from good and evil? Mainly, it's just like that same type of aura or or heat wave sort of look but the the smell of of a garden basically setting up and and just walking into a greenhouse 
incredible. Everything for the briefest of seconds goes boom, dead silent. As you reach out, shake, sphinx, and cast this spell, admonishing him as the verbal component. (laughs) And from the top of the tower, you hear... As the clock rips off the face of the building, tumbling down toward the crowd below, and you see a bird's claw scraping against the wood in the remaining hole. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, beans. Oh, beans. Oh, beans. <laughs> okay. The vast majority of the crowd does manage to move away as this clock slams into the ground. You see a couple of people hurt themselves while jumping out of the way. There might be a few broken legs, a few injuries, but it doesn't look like it has meaningfully damaged anyone. But Demoiselle doesn't seem to be too terribly happy about your intervention in this situation. (laughs) I think we need to get this to her very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Before she comes to get it herself. If only we had a way up there. <laughs> We're going to move on uh, to the Mykonid, who is just going to try to dead sprint past Parissa. Do I get an opportunity of an attack of opportunity or whatever that is? <laughs> going to kill him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking kill him. Um, well, it's more of a sort of a, just a yeah. grab. I hate the mushroom people. Just a shriek. Uh, I don't think you're technically um, allowed to make a grapple check as an opportunity attack, but I think that's stupid, so... Um, if you want to make an athletics check against this thing, uh, we can okay. uh, do that. You need to beat. It's got a plus zero to this. A six. I got 13. Great. Uh, you reach out, grab this mic and in. He's like, I thought you just said you wanted me to leave. I was just going to get out of here. You don't have to do nothing. I didn't do nothing. Leave me alone. <laughs> Dangling limbs. His head isn't moving, but his legs are like flailing, oh, running into place. I don't like it. Yeah. Why? Uh, I think very loudly, um, Harissa's just like, how dare you interrupt the offering? You're lucky that we were here to make sure that the Elderwood Berry was not damaged. Okay, we cut back to the heist. Ganbald makes it to the temple and is looking for a disruption. Doesn't see anything immediately. I wrote a nat 20 on his perception. Dang. He beelines to the place where Jonathan's shell used to be. Oh, not again. Melvin! <laughs> and now you hear him shriek from the temple. Uh, and we cut to June. Ah. <laughs> 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 And you race your way up to the conservatory, just in time to hear (laughs) as the clock at the top of this building is wrenched from the wall. Oh, boy. Good news is the... uh, 
elevator seems to have been open, uh, indicating that no one, no one else is up here. Can I see? So I can like look into the window. Uh, so you're in the conservatory, right? You can look out. You can look out over the parade if you want. Uh, you can, and you can kind of, without moving, you could see into the hallway uh, where you could see the elevator. Uh, and that hallway leads to the study and some other places, right? Um, but that's those are that's sort of where you're at. You're at the corner of the conservatory. I'm gonna start looking for the ledger very quickly. So Reeves he indicated that the ledger was in the study. Are you going to the study? Oh, sorry. Yes. So many rooms. I will very quietly make my way. You are alone, and the only other entities that might be attached to this space are a little distracted. So, I don't think I'm going to have you roll, but I will have you make an investigation check when you get into the study. You get into the study and it is as you left it, right? Like, there are, it, there are there's debris everywhere. There's like a dresser pushed up against this landscape of the Western Wields that has been torn open. Um, you know, it looks as if a fight took place here. Uh, but otherwise, you know, it is, it is, you know, kind of this lived-in space. Uh, books on the walls, low light from the fireplace. Um, if you're looking for the for the uh, for the ledger, you can give me an investigation check. Oh man, it's a five, uh, seven. Uh, I think on a seven, you don't find it immediately. You like get to a ledger, the one that's sort of open on the desk, and um, you start leafing through. And it's a ledger, but it doesn't, you're looking for Branveer, and it doesn't seem like this is the right one. And because it was out on the desk, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't point you to where the other ones might be. So I think you spent a little bit of time kind of chasing up the wrong tree. Uh, that's movement and action from June. Any bonus action? Um, no. Just going to keep looking. Mel. You've just heard Ganbald yell. It sounds like everything's going according to plan. Yes, and Melmanon is quickly going to head towards the sound of Ganbald screaming. But before he does, mm -hmm. Melmanon is going to find a place to stash the cloak he found. Ooh, uh, okay. Go ahead and roll me again a, a sleight of hand check. 19. Yeah, I think you manage. Uh, actually, I think what happens is uh, you slip by uh, the... Um, uh, the bar uh, that that Guter uh, tends, and you sort of, without anybody really recognizing, you poke your head and you see that guard, Guter's nowhere to be found. You see the guard is very embroiled in a conversation with Theodosius. You just hang the cloak up on the coat rack and whoop, zip off toward Ganbald. Great. I enter the temple. I go to Ganbald. Melvinon! What happened? What, 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 what's happened? He gestures. There's been a robbery, Melmanon. Jonathan Shell. Yes. How did you... Yes, Jonathan Shell, it is missing. What happened here? Well, I do not know. Is it the Myconids again? The Myconids on top of everything else that's happened. It very well could be. I mean, they did this once before, did they not? Deception check. 14. Okay, anything else that you can or want to do to increase that? The burst pipe in the in the steam room. Could that have been a distraction? Alright, take advantage. That's very fucking good. I'll take a 19, please. Burst pipe? 
A burst pipe. Perhaps they're still in the building. Very well. They could be. I'll get right on searching for them. Yes, quite. Uh, Melmanon. Before you go, and he reaches out and he sort of grabs your shoulder. I know that we ought to trust our come lately friends, the lizard and the guardian amongst them, but too much has happened today for me to feel at ease. Please, if you see them, account for their whereabouts. I don't like the way this all smells. I must admit, my feelings are also pointing in the same direction. Yes. Well, your intuition is rather refined. Go! Uh, hurry, we must make ready for the, for, the, for the geckos. There ought to be another Elderwoodberry offering arriving soon. Uh, we must get this taken care of at once. So oh, I hate to go into another lockdown. Uh, and he starts fretting about seeking out the smoke spirit and conferring with them. Where does Mel go? Mel is going to head back into the bathhouse mm -hmm. and begin looking through rooms as if he's searching for the Mykonids and the party. Wonderful. As you go by, you pass the smoke spirit. You got a 19 on your deception roll. The smoke spirit gets a plus five to insight. That's a 16. All right. The smoke spirit does not bow as you pass. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can do. I have a point of inspiration. Uh, you've already burnt advantage on this, so. Yes, yes. You can't get a higher roll than a 19. All right. Melmanon clocks it, but doesn't react to it. Harissa. Is. Can I make this any worse? <laughs> Let's see. In this go. Uh, yeah. You uh, see. Jesus Christ. You see the clock crash into the ground. Uh, Isaac has grabbed Sphinx. Uh, the crowd seems to still want to recover the Elderwood Berry. The gecko that you helped up has, is moving towards Sphinx as well. Uh, you have the Mykonid in hand. What do you do? I would just say, um, do not panic. I have the culprits. Everything is okay. And Sphinx is going to just kind of hold out the berry towards the gecko that's coming towards him. Obviously still hanging from, from Isaac. Just like holding this like beach ball sized thing. Like holding it out to the gecko. I saved I, the, I got it for you so it did not roll away and get squashed by the clock. This is to the gecko? Yes. The gecko wordlessly cocks its head, blinks its big oval eyes from just underneath the brim of its hat, and it holds out a hand, toes unfurling one at a time for the Elderwood Berry. Sphinx is going to just sort of put it in and sort of tap it. On the top. Safe and sound. The gecko takes it back, cradling it 
to the precious offering that it is and steps back up to Harissa with the myconid. Looks at the myconid. Looks at Harissa. Harissa, what's your passive deception? Deception. Uh, negative. And <laughs> a nine. You have a negative one to deception. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, this gecko just rolled a seventeen. Yeah, she sucks. Harissa's <laughs> gonna die. It's fine. She's made peace with her god. Oh shit. The gecko looks at the two of you and says. All right, so what are y'all's going to explain what the hell is going on? Damn it, everyone's from New York. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's a Jersey boy. <laughs> uh, I stopped this Mykonid attempting to steal the elderberry. Yeah, why does he say that you're working with him? The other gecko stands. And the first gecko snaps fingers and says, Bring him with us. We're going to have him talk to Gambold. Fine. You're going to let yourself be led by these geckos? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Because technically I'm not lying. Fair enough. Harissa, uh, you start to get sort of led away by the geckos. The gecko, the first gecko with the Elderwood Berry also tries to calm the crowd a little bit. They're kind of no-selling the clock thing. Like, they seem a little bit urgent, but they can't fix that, right? Like, the solution is get this thing inside as quickly as possible. And, uh, you know, as this thing comes crashing down, I think Ganbald is going to start moving a little bit more quickly as well. Uh, and uh, I think that's it for Harissa. Anything else? No. I think she's accepted her fate. Fantastic. We cut to guard. Anyway, then I cut their bodies apart and fed them <laughs> to the baby wolverines. <laughs> Long story short, I have to help my buddy kill the Emperor so he feels better about himself. No, I, I, I get that. That's, that's, a, that's an honorable thing to do. I, it's good to have goals, you know? It's good to be ambitious. I don't know what that word means. It, I, hmm. You, you ask about that, and he kind of considers, like, what ambition is for, like, a little bit, right? And he, he, like, kind of snaps himself out, and he's like, maybe ambition isn't definable. Maybe it's a feeling, a drive. I, I want to have done better, you know? I, I wish I could have stopped them. Stopped who? Uh, the damn Mykonids. They, um, they're usually just a nuisance, but they got into our temple at one point while I was on guard. Took something very valuable. What did they take? A, uh, a suit of armor. You said you're a guardian, right? Yeah. I, I also don't have that many judgmental feelings in general, but I hate the mushroom people. No, they're awful. They're the absolute worst. I, they're like the embodiment of mortal greed in the afterlife. It's really uncouth. Why did you ask if I was a guardian? The filigree, the, your structure seems familiar is all. They stole a suit of armor? Nobody ever tracked it down. It was right out from under my nose. I still don't know how they got in. Would it make you feel better if we went and killed some? Uh, my day is open. My, I've accomplished my plan. 
You know, that, that'd be great. Actually, yeah, let's go see if we can find some fucking Mykonids. Get them out of town. I haven't killed anything in a while. All right, buddy. Well, now's our shot. Let's go. Uh, and he hops off the bar stool, and that's like a full, like he has to leap off as if like off the end of a stage or something. Um, and he lands on the ground. And, All right. To the Mykonids. Uh, I pick up the Lorax. Kachunk. Lead the way. And he starts walking toward the front of the building. I follow uh, Theodosius wherever he wants to go. Uh, you guys get out to the front and you see the clock that has crashed down. Things are in disarray. The geckos are leading Harissa and Sphinx uh, and the Myconid uh, up, to, uh, up to the front of the building. Is it evident? I almost don't want to ask this question. Go on. Is it evident? That the mic it is 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 not in a power position. Yeah, Harissa. It's it, Harissa is holding the mic in it, and Harissa herself is being led like a prisoner up this path. Harissa is. Yeah. 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 Guys, I've been in a bar all day. Garden's <laughs> <laughs> taking a while to put these pieces together. Time is oh, loopy um, here. I, tell me if I'm doing too much on my turn, but I immediately would approach and be like, "What is going on?" And I would step in front of whoever was watching walking Harissa like a prisoner. Uh, I think at that point, we are going to move on. I think you can get up to that point, say that line, and we are going to move to Isaac. Uh, Isaac, you're kind of being ushered along, too. Are you going peacefully? Oh, DM, how close is this damn clock tower? Uh, I'd say probably within 30 feet. You guys were pretty close to the front. Okay. Who has the elderberry? The, the, the first gecko. Because he wants to he wants to get his friends out of this and he wants to cause a bit of a distraction, but he also wants to make sure the elderberry gets where it's supposed to go. So um Isaac sighs, realizing all of this is usually as per usual, all his fault. Um Aww, no, this time no. <laughs> it is absolutely he's no. gonna <laughs> toss his shield at the gecko. Oh shit. Oh my god. To knock the elderberry out of his hands, scoop it up like a football, and run towards the clock tower. Okay, oh, uh, I am gonna give God. you. I'm gonna give this to you as an athletics check. All in. All right. Oh, or nine total. Nine. Yeah. All right. You wing the shield. The elderwood berry pops up exactly as planned. You zone in on this thing you are back to training you are back to your preparation this is a drill you know how to run this and you are one foot two foot doom, doom, and you grab this thing and your fucking hip goes oh <gasps> tragic uh, old man oh no you're not as young as you used to be and you grab this thing and you tumble into the ground, you are prone about 10 feet ahead of the geckos. Oh my god. <laughs> I could healing word that real quick next turn, but <laughs> not healing word. Uh, I'll even heal. But yeah. That... I mean, you, you didn't take any damage. Oh, okay. You're just on the ground. Right, 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 right. Yep, that's, that's all I got. I don't have that's your any... Turn? I don't think I have any bonus action for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike and it is going to try to get away. Harissa, I need a, uh, an athletics check from you. You got to beat a 16. 
I will attempt to beat. I I matched a sixteen. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you on uh, a match. Uh, you this thing scrambles away, gets out of your hand for a second. You grab it with both hands and pull it back in. Uh, and that is the Mykonid. And Isaac, as you sort of look up, you know, you're a little bleary from hitting the ground pretty hard, covered in dust. You've got the Elderwood Berry, but fuck, that stung. Oh, yeah. In a way that was a little deeper than the pain of hitting the ground. And you look up and you see Ganbald standing at the entrance of the bathhouse. What in the hell is going on here? Express delivery for you. Apologies for the UPS man. He's not very good. And we cut. <laughs> to June. June, you are frantically going through ledgers. Uh, we're going to drop the DC a little bit here. Uh, please give me an investigation check. Just throwing papers everywhere, trying so yeah, hard. You're to this at this thing. point. You're just like making a mess. Ah, uh, twenty-one. That's very good. Uh, June, I'm going to give you. No, I'm not going to give you a choice. This is going to be good. Uh, Mel, I actually have a question for you. What animal best represents Branvir? When we were in training. While Melmanon was always a little bit more dexterous and fluid with movement, Branvir was a lot more stocky and could take a lot of beating. I think probably something rhinoceros-like. I like that quite a bit. I like that quite a bit. June. Grab another ledger. Fling through it. The dates are wrong. The context is wrong. This can't be right. You chuck it away. You grab another ledger. You crack it open. The language is wrong. These are names in a language that hasn't existed in forever. It, wait, it's fucking Old Imperial. You can read some of these, these names. This is not right. And you chuck it away. You pull out another ledger. You thumb through. And you see a familiar name. It's Branvere. You see a little note. Date of entry. See a little another uh, another column maps out sort of rhinoceros as his next uh, his next reincarnation, and then you see the final column his end date is blank. He's still here somewhere. There's no note that he's working, so he's probably resting. You might still be able to find him. And as you sit with that, realizing that you have met your objective. And coming into this room and putting yourself in danger, your eyes trace to the top of the page. Dale Snowthorpe. You see the date that he died. Bear. You were right. You see a little note. He, funnily enough, was working in the kitchens, uh, Jehoshaphat's job, and in the column of his reincarnation date, about a day ago. 
Fuck you, pet! Legit, you ah! Fuck you! <laughs> nah, man. And as you sit... ...in shock... ...and frustration... ...and grief... You... There was something I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> the, was that all on one page? Like, yeah, Ranveer and all Dale? Page. She rips the page out. Take inspiration, put it in your inventory. Yeah! As you go to rip the page, the sound of the paper ripping masks the sound of the landscape ripping. And so June does not notice as birds' legs wrap around the dresser and begin to rocket back and forth. you lovely creatures that's another episode in the books and what a goofy one at that thank you so much to all of the people that support our show thank you the listeners for being here and a very special thank you to our rally defenders darlene wallace and elder barry we are able to make this show what it is because of support from you and viewers like you so thank you again and have a great week And we'll see you guys in the next one.